Good man. Like how uh how have you been? Obviously, since your last your last fight, how have you been doing? I've been doing well, keeping busy, uh, training pretty hard, uh, just just healing up as best I can. Yeah, well, talk about I guess because you you went into that that fight with uh, a lot of people don't know this. You went into that fight with a little knock, didn't you? You had like a, a hand injury. Yeah, I broke my hand about three weeks before the fight. Um, so it was, it was a rough end of my camp. God, it was a long camp though. <laughs> so I, I I was gonna I was never thinking about pulling out of the fight, but it definitely definitely hindered the last little bit of my my training so so where are you at now with uh, your recovery on that are you good to go are you cleared or no i think i think my clearing or the next x-ray is next friday i think is either next friday or today i hope it's next friday <laughs> <laughs> so 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 what is next i mean you know obviously you're going through a little skid here but uh, you are a veteran you've been around you've you've fought almost 20 times if not 20 times now in the ufc what is it next? Do you want to stay in the UFC? Or are you looking elsewhere? What What is next? No, I hope to fight for another 12 years, and I hope every fight is in the UFC. I, I love the UFC. I love the way they, they uh, uh, market their fighters. I love the way they treat their fighters, and I, I'm hoping to stay with them forever. Um, so my next fight should be with the UFC, um, and I better win that one if I want to stay with the UFC. And so that's I'm going to be training with, with a purpose. Um. You've you've been training a lot with Dan Henderson, and you and you coach alongside him. What's it like having a guy like that uh, with you day in day out? Yeah, Dan Henderson. He's just I mean, he's second to none. He, he's he's the best in the world and has been for a long time. He's he's so much uh, wiser in the sport of MMA than me. I'm just trying to trying to remember everything he says. So when I go off and start my own gym somewhere, I can you know just steal everything from him. <laughs> What's uh? So, so what was it like competing in an empty arena? Like, it just seems so odd. Um, as someone who's been a fan of the sport for so long, uh, it seemed very contender series-like. Um, but for someone who's had over 50 fights, what was it like? Is it the first time for you to do that? No, I've actually done it before. I, uh, when I to fight to get into the Ultimate Fighter house, uh, it was at Mandalay Bay. We, we, they stood us up and uh, we, we fought in front of nobody. I mean, an arena filled with nobody. Um, so I, have done it once before and it's fun. I mean, when you fight the noise, the audience is always, it's a little bit of white noise. So you hear it, but you don't really focus on it. It's when you're fighting with no one, it's kind of the same way. It's a silent white noise where you kind of hear there's no noise, but you don't really notice it. So it was, it was all right. Um, you hear the corners a little better. You hear the, the commentators more. Um, but, uh, it, it's all right. That decision was very uh, controversial. I mean, I, I think a lot of people had it going either way. Did you have a chance to rewatch it? Yeah, I watched the next day as I was flying home. and I, I thought I won in the cage. I watched, and I, I still think I won. And then if you look at the actual punch count, I don't think I've ever out-thrown more strikes than opponent ever. Uh, and uh, I, I, out, I threw far more, landed far more. It was... Uh, I, I think I think at least two of the judges got it wrong, but uh, I, I it's my fault for you know I, you know the saying don't let it go to the judges. I hate the saying, but I do understand it. If you're gonna leave it into somebody else's you know hands, you're leaving it in their hands. So I, I should have hit them a little harder, a little sooner. Yeah, it's it's obviously been a you know a topic of discussion. I guess in, in martial arts is judging. Um, a lot of them don't have an MMA background. Do you see that as something you'd do, be interested in doing? Or, or how would you get, like, fighters or people who have, 
who have fought uh, in there as judges or as referees to kind of understand what the fighter is going through. Yeah, I I think I, I would like to see it done. I mean, if if you have a you have a guy who's fought before, it doesn't mean he's going to be a good judge. And you know, if you have a guy who hasn't fought before, it doesn't mean they're going to be a bad judge. Um, but I do think knowing that chokes don't hurt, knowing that chokes aren't they're uncomfortable. You're kind of stuck in a choke, but they don't hurt. Uh, so don't credit them like getting punched. I think somebody who understands that a little bit more uh, would make for a better judge. That and what is that? Is that you? No. Nope. Oh, I don't know what that was. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah. So so I judge. Judging, they, I, I would love to see more experienced judges in there, people that have done it, people that, that understand uh, when something hurts, when something doesn't hurt, when it's just control as opposed to I, me. I, I would be a bad judge because I, I would underscore jujitsu big time. For me, jujitsu, you'll get scored if they tap. If you don't tap, it didn't hurt. And that's, I mean, that, that's just jujitsu. If it hurts, you'll tap. Um, you can use it as, con, you know, control points. Uh, if, if, if I'm just laying on somebody on the canvas or laying on somebody on the cage or if I have an attempted arm bar, it's, I'm controlling them, but in no way am I, am I being submitted. Because if I was being submitted, I'd tap. So, so we talked a little bit about, I guess, uh, your injury and, and your clearing. If everything goes well, when do you want to get back in there? Uh, what month is it now? It's June. <laughs> it's, it's day 87 of quarantine. Uh, whatever. <laughs> that is uh, so i i august august would be great I, i'd give me plenty of time to, to fight to, to heal up to fight to train uh to put together a camp um i i'm really ready whenever the year and that's always been the case much to my you know i i've, I've made a couple bad decisions you know just saying yes to, to fights on short notice um but i odds are if they were to call and say hey we need you for fight island two weeks from now I said yeah okay let's do it yeah, Fight Island looks amazing. What are your thoughts overall, I guess, on, on the UFC kind of jumping the gun or being the early early, uh, early guys to go ahead and, and create this, you know, get, get fighters back in the cage? As a UFC fighter, as opposed to a fan, uh, what, what's your thought? Obviously, you were the first fight back, so you must have been all for it. Yeah, yeah. God bless the UFC. Uh, people want to work. People want to work. They just get out of the way and let them work. Uh, and the UFC just showed it can be done. It said, we, we can work. We can work safely. Uh, we can do it in a way that doesn't affect anybody, you know, negatively. Um, my card that had Jacare show up with the, the, the flu, yeah. the, the virus. The COVID, yeah. yeah, COVID. Um, and they caught it. Nobody got sick outside of who he was, you know, outside of him. And it, it was taken care of. Um, so it was... The UFC just led the way. They showed it can be done. If, if uh, the UFC can do it, if a multi-billion dollar multinational corporation can have fights like that, uh, you know, the donut shop down the street can do the same thing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, a lot of money went into that testing. Uh, what was it like getting uh, getting things shoved up your nose? Yeah, I had it done twice. So the first one wasn't bad. It was like, oh, it's uncomfortable. I don't know. Uh, and then the second one, uh, which is two days later, I thought it was going to be about the same feeling. And uh, it wasn't. It damn near killed me. They stuck it up there. I mean, like, immediately I was coughing all over the lady. I was leaking out of my eyes and my nose. It was like uncontrolled. It caught me off guard the second time because I'd done it once. Fine. She thought it was hilarious. 
And so he'd set my nose so I could still talk. He said, I'm so sorry. <laughs> She was, she thought it was hilarious. They had the face mask and shield, so so hopefully I didn't cough on her. But uh, I was coughing at her pretty hard. So you're someone who's early on in your career, and even even up until a couple of years ago, uh, you stayed busy. Uh, obviously, the past year, past 15 months or so, uh, you've had some people pull out on you, and then the coronavirus. Um, what's the mentality, I guess, and why do you like staying active? Because I only get paid when I fight. Uh, yeah, I. I, I'm going to train no matter what. I might as well have a payday at the end of the rainbow. Um, I'll just, just keep keep pushing forward, keep trying to get better with every day and get paid at the end. So the more I fight, the more money I make. The more you know, I, I can buy my house. I can I can secure my, my children's future a little better. Um, that, that's always been kind of my, my goal. Someone else who likes to stay active, especially the past like year and a half or so, is Gilbert Burns. Uh, he's flown up the ranks, and he's fighting for, for the welterweight title. What are your thoughts on him, and what are your, what's your prediction on that fight? Uh, I, I, I've, only, I've seen Gilbert Burns' last two fights, and that was all, the only two fights I've seen. Uh, he looks like he's got some power. Uh, from what I understand, he's about the greatest jiu-jitsu guy that's ever been. Um, I, it's an interesting fight, him versus Usman. Usman's big... Usman's kind of a born fighter. He's, he's great. He's better than most people, but he does that grinding style. His fight against Colby was about the greatest title fight I've ever seen. It was incredible. Loved that fight. He, he will. That should be UFC Hall of Fame worthy fight right there. Both of them should be in the UFC for that. But outside of that, Usman's always been kind of a boring fighter for me. So to 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 see somebody who might be able to counter his grinding style with some jujitsu and probably has heavier hands than Usman. Um, Zeusman, he hits accurately, but I don't think he hits hard like Burns does. So uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the fight. I, I like to, I, I can't wait to see, see that one. Yeah, me too. I've been so excited for this since it announced. And even of the three possible candidates, like Jorge Masvidal, Gilbert Burns, Leon Edwards, at first I was upset, and then now that I think about it, I love it. I love the fact that they're teammates. Have you ever had to compete against a teammate? No, but I, I had to fight my coach once uh, when I fought Nate Marquardt. He was my coach on The Ultimate Fighter, so I, I knew him pretty well for six weeks. And then I got to fight him in, you know, real life. And so that was that was the closest I've come to it. And that was that was great. I, I love I love fighting my friends. I like fighting my coaches. Um, he and I, we made some money that night together. What's um, – so, so obviously, nickname, smiling. Um, how did that come about? I, I wanted to ask that. Uh, I've been wanting to ask that ever since I started watching you fight. Um, I, I smile a lot. And my <laughs> damn, so it kind of went hand in hand. I, I think my dad said at first we were kind of sitting around at the kitchen nook, and uh, he, he started asking, uh, or we started just talking about it, and he said, well, smile and sand, that kind of rules off the tongue. I said, okay, but I want an apostrophe N, not, a, not an E or an I N. And uh, Eight. Now, back when that came up, there was no social media or anything, so it was a great idea. Now that there's social media, uh, the e, everyone spells it wrong, so it's harder to find. So it was a mistake in that regard. But I'm gonna stand strong. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna not change it. I like it. Uh, I think. It, I think it fits well. How do you stay smiling? Like obviously, even after losses and stuff, we'll, we'll see you smiling, and it doesn't make sense. I'm like, you should be sad. Uh, hey, have you seen my wife? My wife is so hot. Uh, 
there, there is no reason in the world for it. Yeah, I lost. He gets to go home and, I, I don't know, watch TV. I get to go home to her. Uh, most, shoot, with the exception of this last fight, she's been in my corner over 70 times. So I, I always get to, you know, look over her and, and, and smile a little bit. A lot of people don't know this, but she won America's Next Top Model. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. She won Cycle 11 of America's Next Top Model. Um, and she, she's, she's more famous than I am still. <laughs> Lots of reasons to smile, though. Yeah, lots of reasons for me to be smiling. How did, how did you guys meet? Uh, at the Bristol Renaissance Fair. Uh, we were, uh, I was selling steak, almost steak, and she was selling uh, bodice. She was selling bodice at the time. And so uh, her boss and a friend of mine introduced us, and uh, that was 14 years, 10 months, and today, seven days ago. So for people who, I guess, who aren't necessarily um, familiar with other organizations, you know, like, they're like, oh, the sport of UFC. What other organizations out there, such as Bellator and 1FC, like, how do, how do you get those organizations to grow to be as big as the UFC? And do you think it's good for the UFC to have some competition? Yeah, well, it's great for the UFC to have some competition. It's good for everyone to have competition. Uh, and as you've seen in Bellator and 1FC and PFL, they're making all the right moves. Uh, Bellator, I mean, they stole Musasi, who's, I, I think you could argue he, he's better than the UFC's eight, uh, 85 champ. I love Stylebender, but Musasi is, he's hard to argue if somebody's better than him. Um, 1FC, they, they bought Mighty Mouse, who I think is the greatest, what's it, flyweight? What's yeah. the point? Yeah. <laughs> At least track once they get smaller to me. Uh, uh, who's who's the greatest flyweight? I put him in the goat. I, I think he's he's runner up to GSP as far as who the goat is. Um, they, they steal him. Uh, then you have, I mean, you, Bellator is breeding some of the greatest fighters ever. Um, and PFL, they've got this. They've got the million dollar tournament. That I mean, they, I talked to UFC guys, and they almost want to get out of the UFC to go fight for the million dollars. Um, so, so they're making the right moves. They're making names for themselves. And, uh, the, the UFC will always be King. Uh, they will always be the biggest and best, but it's so nice to, to see these other organizations keeping the UFC on their toes. Yeah. You hear guys like Henry Cejudo, John Jones, Jorge Masvidal, especially recently come out and complain about fighter pay. And those are the guys at the top of the sport. Um, it's weird that you're not hearing guys that are just coming in or guys that have, have fought but haven't haven't reached the level of, of a John Jones or Henry Cejudo. Um, so, so, so what are your thoughts on overall, I guess, fighter pay? I've never been a fan of the, we'll double your, uh, we'll double your winnings if you win a fight. I hate that. I think you should win um, the set amount regardless of whether or not you win or lose. Because in the case of you, I guess, in your last fight, you know, you controversially lost and lost a significant amount of money. So, so what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah, I would prefer uh, not to have the the win if you're double it if you win. I would prefer to be just a flat fee. But I say that, and I know it wouldn't be the same flat fee. I know I wouldn't be offered a flat fee of the same amount as if there's the win win bonus. Uh, so I, I we will talk. Me and my UFC buddies, we'll, we'll talk about what our cutoff is, what we would be willing to not take home if we could get a flat fee, and. Um, it's it's everyone's got their own number, but at the end of the day, you, you still you still want to win, and I understand why they do the the win fee. They want to you know want they want that incentive for good fights, uh, and I could see if people are going to make you know just a flat fee, they may not fight as hard. They might 
they might know what they're going to do. But then you can budget. And that's where I, I, I like being able to budget my life. I have no idea what I'm going to make my next fight. It's either going to be X or it's going to be Y. And if it's Y, I can do this now. If it's X, I can't do this now. So that, that gets to be where the hard part is. But all of that being said, I think the UFC pays so well. I think they are, I mean, they, they're leading the world for a reason. Um, they they pay, pay people very well. They hype people very well. Uh, they help secure futures and presents for, for fighters. Um, I don't mean presents like Christmas. Like <laughs> they, they help secure your present. Uh, uh, the, and the, the UFC, they, I mean, nobody can argue with it. They say, oh, Bellator's, not, Bellator's undercard fights for one and one. UFC's undercard fights for 12 and 12. Uh, and that's going up. I mean, when the UFC was first bought, I think it was like four and four. I, I, I um, Gray Maynard, I believe it was Gray Maynard fought twice Frankie Edgar and he made, I think 20,000 or $25,000, so, something like that. And now that's unheard of. That's like the second contract you're above that. So the UFC is increasing what they pay fighters, uh, that they're, they're, they're going leaps and bounds to try and take care of us. Um, and as far as Cejudo or Jones and all that, they want more money. Or, you know what? They're, they're top of the game. They, they, they can ask for more money because they don't ever have to fight again. Uh, Jones particularly, he, I mean, he's made millions upon millions upon millions of dollars. Uh, he doesn't ever have to work ever again. So why not ask for more? Why not try and get, get more out of it if you don't, you know, if the UFC says no, it's like, okay, I'll just go home and enjoy my you know, my, my $25 million that I have right now. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think like a lot of people like to compare it to boxing, but the UFC is a lot smaller than boxing. It hasn't been around as long as boxing. So it's hard to compare a John Jones to a Deontay Wilder. Like it's, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and I agree a hundred percent. I think, I think what the UFC has been doing, and even with the, you know, they're, they're losing money on gates right now and they're still paying people in full staff. They haven't laid anybody off. Yeah, uh, and I think it's I think it's amazing uh, what they're doing, and I think a lot of people tend to overlook that and just want to bash the UFC. I, you know what? Especially in this world of social media, it is so easy to to talk bad about somebody when you're never going to see them in the face. You're never going to look them in the eye. I mean, these people that rip on Dana White, they wouldn't, and Dana knows it, and you know he knows it. They they would kiss his boots if they were to ever meet him. Uh, and it's it's part of the game. We, we are all instructed the someone along the line tells us, hey, listen, people are going to hate on you. They're going to say mean, terrible, disgusting stuff, but they're talking about you. Just keep them talking about you. Whether it's great or bad, they're talking about you. You will never talk about them ever again. You don't know who they are. They're going to be gone with, you know, a click, but they're talking about you. So uh, let them talk about you. So I'll ask a couple more questions and, and then I'll let you go. Um, one more UFC, UFC one. You've, you're a veteran of the sport. You're a veteran of the UFC now. Is there one name where you're like, you know what, if I could have one last fight, this I'd have to fight this guy? Is there anybody on the UFC roster who you'd, be, who you'd kill the fight? Uh, you know, I, everyone's scared of him, and I'm not. Maybe I should be. Maybe I'm dumb for not being scared of him. But Joel Romero, he is, he's just a beast, and everybody is terrified of him. And then they talk big about him, and then they say, oh, I'm, I don't want to fight him right now. He's a scary individual, very talented, uh, hits hard, better wrestler than most, uh, and people are just terrified of him. 
I'm not. I, I think that would be such a fun fight to get ready for. It would be such a fun fight to be, to be present for. Um, and then when, when I win, when I beat him, I mean, no, can you imagine the betting odds on that? I was an under <laughs> Brian Spann who's had four fights in the UFC. If you put me against Yoel Romero, I mean, I would be minus 10 or plus 10,000. It would be, it would be crazy. Um, but, uh, he, he would be a really fun fight. And, uh, what sorts of things have you been doing throughout quarantine other than training? And obviously must be nice to be back home with a family and not, not having to, to fight and then stuff like that. But what sorts of things have you been doing? What, what have you been watching on TV? Is there anything you've been doing to keep yourself occupied? Uh, yeah, we're actually at the beach right now, if you can see. Uh, so, so, so we're out, we're going to go, uh, catch some, well, it's a lake, not, not the ocean, catch no waves. Uh, I'm going to just go out there and try not to get sunburned. Um, <laughs> wishful thinking uh so we've just been I, i've got a big family we're always up to something we like hiking we're at the gym all the time um we're just enjoying ourselves trying to get better at baseball and, and my my kids are all in dance classes so they're, they're just they're enjoying all of it all right man i th- thank you very much um for the time uh, i'm looking forward to seeing your next fight and uh, wish you all the best keep washing your hands and stay safe hey thank you very much sir